morning and welcome to Ars Protect with me, John Morley. This week on the programme, we look at offshore energy with Alan Berry, the Infrastructure Manager at the Marine Institute. If you want to get a comment into the programme, you can do it on our text and WhatsApp line. That's 086 Phone our reception on 09177 Email arsprotect at goibayfm.ie. If you want to get more information on this initiative by Commissioner Mon and the IBI, go on to arsprotect.ie where you can take the ecological footprint calculator and complete a very quick survey. All this plus lots, lots more coming up on Ars Protect. Very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. I'd like to say I'm joined on Ars to Protect by Alan Berry of the Marine Institute, who is their research infrastructures manager. He looks after the Ocean Energy Research and Development Programme. Alan, good morning and thank you for joining us on Ars to Protect. Hi, good morning, John. Great to be here. Thank you for joining us. Uh, talk to us first about offshore energy. I know there's three types, Alan. Yeah, um, Offshore energy is is an important area that that Ireland is is taking the lead globally in, um, with the move to decarbonise our energy infrastructure, looking at renewable energy technologies instead of you know burning fossil fuels in in power stations and the likes of that. So, ocean energy, um, it, it's a broad spectrum of technologies, but essentially it it involves taking the energy from the ocean, either through harnessing the power of the tides or harnessing the power of, of the waves out in the ocean, or even the uh, offshore wind regime, which is is enormous um, all around the coasts. Mm. So maybe if you like, I can tell you a little bit about how energy is extracted from the various methods. Yeah, please. Uh, I suppose the first one, uh, tidal energy, uh, involves... Um, Extracting the, the power of the tide, so as the tides rise and fall, um, and as they're squeezed in between the, the coastline and offshore islands, they exert strong tidal currents. And there are now technologies that uh, underwater turbines, um, a bit like the old jet propellers, mm-hmm. there can be very large, maybe of the order of uh, 150 tonnes, and you sit those on the seabed, and as the water flows by them, it spins the propeller, and that converts then into uh, electricity. Um, the other way, although not as as possible in Ireland, is harnessing the, the the potential energy from the rise and fall of the tide. So the difference between high water level and low water level. And if you ever notice in in Galway docks at low water, the docks are still full with high water. So if you're able to put a turbine in the dock gates, for instance, and let the water flow out of Galway docks down to the lower water, you'd have a flow of water which could turn propellers. A bit similar to the way Ardna Crusha power station in the Midlands is, where it uses the, the, the elevation of Loch Derg to flow water down through turbines in Ardna Crusha and down to Limerick. So it's a similar, similar analogy uh, to that method. Mm-hmm. But we don't have enough area around the coast with such a, a difference betw- that you can harness the high water level and let it flow out to, to low water level. You need large areas of, of water with a big tidal range. Yeah. But certainly the tidal turbines um, are, more, are more feasible and there's more areas around the coast um, where that can be um, installed. But perhaps the, one of the greatest resources that we have in Ireland is our wave resource. 
And as anyone who has been anywhere near the coast over the last couple of days has seen the power of the waves at the crash on the shore. Now, taking the energy from the waves, as I said, is a very harsh environment, is very difficult. And there's many different types of technologies that can be used to harness wave energy. Um, one of the first commercial wave farms will be built in Ireland in the coming years off the coast of West Clare. Um, a partnership between an Irish company called Simply Blue Group and ESB um, will provide enough power for about five megawatts of electrical energy to, to come onto the grid from renewable wave energy. Um, you might ask, you know, how much is five megawatts? Well, typically one megawatt will power maybe 500 homes. So five megawatts will power something of the order of two and a half thousand homes. Mm -hmm. It's not a lot, but it's a very good start with this first commercial wave energy farm in Ireland. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of Irish indigenous companies developing technologies to be able to harness the power from, from waves. Um, some have gone on to great success and are testing full-scale devices in the US and in, in uh, other places around Europe. Um, so that's a, a, an emerging uh, technology. Um, and probably the, the biggest resource we have and the most accessible one at the moment, given the current technologies, is offshore wind. And the government has ambitious targets to generate renewable energy from offshore wind. They're looking at uh, up to seven gigawatts, so which is a thousand times more energy than what I mentioned for the, for the wave farm off Clare. And that would produce enough electricity to satisfy a vast majority of the country's needs. And at the moment, plans are to develop offshore wind turbines down the east coast of Ireland in the Irish Sea and potentially along the southern coast as well. But the big opportunity, and many people may not be aware that off the west coast of Ireland there extends the continental shelf, and it's maybe up to 200 metres deep, which is too deep for fixed offshore wind turbines. So the developers are now looking at developing floating wind turbines, which can be anchored out at sea, a bit like the way you'd anchor a ship, with just a chain and an anchor on the seabed. And because there's such an expanse of continental shelf off the west coast and the southwest coast, these floating turbines can be put tens of kilometres offshore, essentially over the horizon, just to generate electricity from the wind. And you often hear the argument that the wind doesn't blow all the time. But with the expanse off the west and south coast of Ireland, the wind will be blowing somewhere, mm. some of the, all of the time, uh, to be able to generate electricity. And with plan, the government have plans post 2030 um, to be able to, to produce about 30 gigawatts of offshore wind, which is more than the country can use. So it gives the potential then for Ireland to sell and export that electricity into the continental grid as well. Mm -hmm. So that even if we produce more than we use, we can, we can generate income for the, for the country from that as well. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, none of this comes without having some effect, because anything you do out in the marine domain will affect either fish or the seabed, uh, the flora and the fauna, um, fishing activities, leisure users. So there's a lot of work being done at the moment looking at the appropriate assessment in the, in the marine domain, all the uh, effects and potential impacts that these technologies may have. Mm -hmm. And so the, a lot of that work is ongoing. 
and will need to be um, um, scientifically rigorous and have the feed in from from the public so they'll have opportunity to consult on it uh, to make sure that that this resource has been harnessed in a in a sustainable and an environmentally friendly way. Mm. And are there many Galway companies to the fore in this sector? Yeah, interestingly enough, um, I saw in the new local news um, this week that um, a, a partnership with the University of Galway and a company out in Onspidale, uh, Aero Composites, have um, developed and proven a new um, composite material tidal turbine blade, which um, will go on now to some of the commercial developers so that they can use um, this uh, to, to build tidal turbines. And there is um, a very promising other tidal energy developer based out in Limerick as well, um, who are developing commercial pilot scale farms around Europe. And we had a number of, of Irish developers testing small scale wave energy devices here in Galway Bay. Um, there's an ocean energy test site just off the coast of Onspidale, which we're in the process of getting um, um, reconsented and a new lease for testing a wider range of these ocean energy technologies. Um, and perhaps I might come in at another stage when we have that up and running and yeah. I can, I can uh, tell your listeners all about that. But there are a lot of um, indigenous Irish companies developing these technologies, testing them in, in um, testing tanks, essentially large swimming pools down in Cork or testing here at a slightly larger scale in Galway Bay. And then there is also a, a, a full-scale test site being developed up in Belmullet in County Mayo um, for large full-scale devices uh, before then they go on to, to commercial deployment and, and generating real electricity onto the grids. So yeah, there, there's a lot of development um, of Irish companies in this space. And if people want to get more details on these offshore energy products, where is the best place of doing that? Uh, I suppose the the lead um, government department for this is Department of Environment, Climate and Communications. Um, and there was a lot of information on their website. Um, uh, that's decc.gov.ie. Um, also, um, as I mentioned, there's a lot there's rounds of consultation ongoing at the moment for um, looking at developing offshore wind in the sea um, around the southern coasts um, and opportunity to um, make submissions and, and commentary on that. Uh, the Marine Institute also, we provide the scientific advice on, on the marine environment to our government department, Department of Agriculture, Food and Marine and various other government departments as well. So we're always uh, open to um, providing more information and, and discussing um, those kind of matters as well. That We can be found at uh, marine.ie. We're based out in Oranmore here in County Galway. Brilliant. Well, Alan Berry of the Marine Institute, thank you for joining us on Ours to Protect. Thank you very much, John. My pleasure. And that is all from this week's edition of Ours to Protect. Join us next Thursday at half past 11 for more environmental programming. Ours to Protect, brought to you by Galway Bay FM, the IBI, and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee. Check out ours to protect.ie for more info.